good morning, beautiful people. Happy Friday. It is Friday in the Elm. It has been a week. It has been a week of discovery and information and overload and art. If you just tuned in, you've got me, Babs Rose Ivy, on Love Babs Love Talk 103.5 WNHH. Good morning, Harry. Good morning, Paul, whoever's listening, all the peoples around the world. <sighs> I don't even know where to start. I guess, I, I, well, I guess I could start with Florida. No AP classes for African-American studies, because I guess they don't see the significant value and contribution of African-American history. Florida is so problematic. <laughs> and it's problematic because they have a governor who's stupid. <laughs> He's just literally stupid and deliberately and willfully and wantonly stupid. I just, these, these, these battles, man, I just, you know, I, I think they're designed to wear you out. Like they're designed to make you go. <sighs> and then, and then that ridiculous Stephen A. Smith commented on Rihanna at the super plane at the Super Bowl. Cause she not Beyonce. I don't brother be quiet. Just, you know, he, I, I'm not a fan of him anyway. I think he talks too much. And, you know, what the James Brown saying, talking loud, saying nothing. <laughs> oh, okay. Sounds like, all right. So that, to contend with, uh, Santos is still out here telling hella lies. <laughs> like, if, if Liar Liar Pants on Fire were a real thing, he would have already burnt up days, weeks, months ago. <laughs> ah, I, I don't get it. But you know, the Republicans, I will tell you this, they will stay committed to a lie, to nonsense, to foolishness, to the bitter end. It doesn't matter to them that he's a liar about everything. <laughs> they don't care. And now come to find out he was a drag queen too. Oh, my God. I know drag queens all over. Like, we're not claiming him. We're not claiming it. Oh, anyway. i tell you what is exciting. The Australian Open. America is kicking some butt. I'm telling you, these, these, young, these players out here are doing the damn thing. Coco Golf. I mean, like, look, look. Look at all the Americans who are going into round three, which I'm hella excited for. Jace, uh, uh, Jensen Broxby, Sebastian Corda, uh, Mackie McDonald, Michael Muma, Tommy Paul, Ben Shelton, Francis Tiafo, woohoo! Uh, JJ Wolf, Danielle Collins, Coco Goff, Madison Kays, Jessica Pigula, uh, Bernarda Pata, and uh, Katie Volnes. These people are out. Listen, they're having a good ass time, and I'm I'm here for it. I am so here for it. So go ahead down there, down under, bring in the thunder, America. It's it's just such a uh, it's such an exciting time. These these young these young uh, news uh, athletes are um, bringing. Uh, bringing it, bringing it, bringing it. And uh, it is uh, exciting. 
I want them to get all the trophies and all the money. Get the purse, get the trophies, get all the sponsorships, get it all. It's your time. It is your time. And so they, the, those, those athletes uh, uh, have uh, made it to round three in the Australian Open. It's exciting tennis. And, uh, and I'm excited to, to be alive to see it. So, so, so that's that. So for every terrible, 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 terrible story, there are some good stories. And, you know, I was still, still meditating on what uh, Martin Luther King III was talking about uh, in his uh, remarks on Wednesday, um, that there is a lot of good news in the world. Like there is a lot of good news, contrary to what we are fed, a steady diet of whatever, uh, of nonsense, foolishness, and infotainment. Uh, there are there are really good things in the world and people doing good things all over the place. So we can't lose sight of that. Even in those moments when we start to feel like, oh my God, it's overwhelming. You know, you know when we hear about another mass shooting, when we hear about some injustice somewhere, uh, when we hear about uh, the way uh, uh, human beings are treated at our borders, the way that we hear about uh, you know, just all the natural disasters and 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 our, you know, half-assed explanations on why we can't, you know, deal with them. Um, there's there's for for every dose of that kind of stuff, there are hundreds and thousands of people who are doing amazing things, and, and so I so I can't lose sight of that. I can't lose sight of that, particularly in this city. You know, my city, New Haven. When I think about, you know, what is going on and the things that I don't like that is happening. Uh, but I have to temper that and buffer that with the things that I do like that's happening. I don't like that Lisa Dent is leaving, but I do like the fact that she's going somewhere where she's going to be respected and 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 allowed to sort of do what she does best. You know, uh, I, I, uh, I don't like what has happened to my, my friend um, Patrick from the pride center but i know a new day is coming see what i'm saying so uh you know i i I, i'm excited about long wharf theater and and i and i and i can't put much stock in in the in the criticisms or whatever you know it's it's, we already moved so (laughs) say whatever you know and that's fine i i don't i i don't mind living in a world with criticism we need criticism we need criticism we need it you know, um, uh, we need it. But like anything, you take it with a grain of salt. You take what you need from it, and then you uh, you take what you need from it, and you move on. And if you can make a situation better, you make a situation better. If you can't, then you leave it by the side of the road. <laughs> that's, you know, that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> That's that's where that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. <laughs> so <laughs> So that's the way of the world. That's the state of the world. That's my place in it. I'm 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 you know, I'm at the happiest that I've ever been in my entire life right at this moment. In this in this moment, I'm the happiest I've ever been. This is the this is the best damn version of myself ever that the world has ever known. This version right here, this version, this 2023 Babs is the best Babs that has ever existed in the world. 
<laughs> it is the best version ever existed, and I'm happy about that. So last night, I finally made my way to Jackie Buster's hangout, Weeds, up on Dixville Avenue, on the corner of uh, Dixville and Oregon Street. I met up with uh, the fabulously, fabulous Addis Castillo, uh, who I just adore. And she's so damn beautiful looking. I, You know, I just stare at her because she's so, she's she is beautiful looking. We had a wonderful conversation. And she said, next time we meet up, she goes, <laughs> She gonna run these. Uh, she gonna run these LSAT games with me. I was like, girl, I don't even know. So <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how that is even gonna be remotely possible. But uh, but she's a. She is. She is my mentor in all of this um, LSAT training and studying stuff. Uh, it was just good to talk to her. She's so smart. And I love the concept that she's working on. And I want to be a part of that so much. She's going to practice the kind of law that I want to practice, you know, that in the streets kind of law, you know, just down with it. And I, I want to be with her in that struggle and that fight in some fashion, as long as I have breath. So anyway, so we were hanging out at Weeds. So I get the Weeds, you know, they don't have no food. I mean, they do these little, these little pizzas that they can heat up. That's it. And, you know, I can't have cheese, so I was at a loss. So to the rescue, Jackie Buster comes, and she uh, she orders me a, a Burger King Impossible Whopper and fries. It was very kind of her. And she brought me some drinks. So we were sitting up in there. So uh, Addis and I, before Jackie came, were sitting up there drinking. Uh, I was drinking uh, Rhythm Beers, you know, uh, uh, Alyssa's uh, uh, beer, which is really good. And it was nice and cold. I was like, this is a good ass beer. <laughs> this is how I like a beer to be. <laughs> so we drank some beers. We hung out, talked, 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 talked. Then Jackie came. We hung out. Uh, Addis left. Uh, Jackie hung out. We hung out. We hung out. We ate. We talked, you know, listened to music. And then um, um, uh, 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 some some firefighters came in, uh, <laughs> and and um, high fighter Joe, who just got promoted to captain, 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 and so he was in there. Um, uh, uh, gosh, I can't call his name. Why can't I call his name? See, this is the problem I have when I when I um, I can't remember stuff. And, uh, and I see him clearly in my mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, anyway, it'll come to me in a minute. And I, if he's listening, forgive me. That's, uh, uh, he's, on the, he's on the Hampton uh, Fire Commission. And, uh, oh, this is going to drive me. going to drive me nuts. But uh, it, it'll come to me in a minute. Because uh, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Oh, Gary Tinney. I'm sorry. Gary Tinney. He's the chair. So um, he's the chair of the fire commission in Hamden. So he came in with um Joe. I don't I didn't catch Joe's last name, but um he he um just made captain. And um and my friend, uh my high school friend, Raymond Pouncey became lieutenant. I should send him a text. <laughs> 
And uh, I will. I'll send him a text later and say, hey, <laughs> congratulations on making lieutenant. Uh, we, we went to high school together. So, uh, so yeah, so I know how old he is. <laughs> so, anyway, they they hung out. We hung out with them last night. A couple of other people came in. Like, 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 um, Weeds is like the Knickerbocker. It really feels like that, except with some white folks in there. So, we had a conversation about uh, fire departments, New Haven Fire Department, Hamden Fire Department. You know, they illuminated some things to me that I had, hadn't heard. It's just, you know, it's just so many fires and, and, and pun intended, so many things happening. So we had a really good conversation. I, we didn't roll out of there till about 1130 last night. I've been there since four o'clock. I've been there. I was there longer at Wee's than I was on both jobs. <laughs> I was there from four to about 1130. Laughing, talking, drinking. Oh, God. And it was pouring rain outside. Like it was pouring rain, but it was a good conversation. I'm glad I got to talk to him. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna have Gary Tinney on, um, and uh, and Jill too. I'm gonna have them on to talk about, you know, what what can we do? What needs to happen? Uh, what is happening with with the state of fire, fire training, and you know, firefighting and all of that. Um, talk talk a little bit. Talk a great deal about how women are still um, not able to uh, make inroads into the fire department, you know, and how difficult it is for women to, to still, you know, get those kinds of jobs. You know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's still a struggle. It's still a beast. It is still a beast for black people, it's still a beast for black and brown people, you know, to, to, to get on, get into these uh, departments. So, uh, so yeah, so I want to, I want to do my part to, you know, to keep the conversation going and to raise some awareness and just, you know, public interest, you know, we, we want to know, and, you know, firefighting police job, all these jobs are really great opportunities for our community um, to sort of serve and to, and to be paid um, without having to uh, go to like, uh, you know, the alternatives to college, you know, but not in a bad way, not like, Oh, don't go to college, but, you know, sometimes it might take a little while for you to figure out if you want to go to college. But in the meantime, there's some really great jobs out there that don't require um, that much um, additional education beyond your high school border. So, um, so yeah, and then all the barriers to getting onto the force that other people don't face and that other people don't have to tear down. So it was a good conversation last night. I'm glad I hung out. It was wonderful to hang with Jackie. She is funny, funny, funny. And uh, oh gosh, you know, and it was good. And so, I, you know, I was just drinking some rhythm beer. And then by the time the night was over, I had a couple of shots of, uh, you know, a couple of couple of fingers of uh, uh, Black Label, which I like, you know, Johnny Walker Black Label, which I like. It was nice, nice, nice way to end the night. So nice, nice way to end the night. It was a good conversation. I appreciate it. I appreciate it greatly. Appreciate it greatly. Appreciate it greatly. So uh, anyway, uh, that was last night. So tonight is the symphony. So we're going to go to the symphony tonight. They've got a guest conductor. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to try to catch all the guest conductors, um, you know, because uh, Alistair Neal is um, stepping, stepping away from his life as the uh, maestro for the New Haven Symphony Orchestra. Uh, his husband and he are retiring to France. I believe France is his birthplace. 
<laughs> so uh so they want to go and retire to France that has been a long dream and uh and the pandemic has really sort of uh made some people sort of re re reevaluate how they live in and I get that I understand that I understand that it, it reevaluate how you live in how am I living well I want to live a different kind of way and so uh and so they they are they are staying the course with what they planned during the pandemic. You know, we're still in a pandemic, but when we were shuttered in place, you know, when everything was locked down, we couldn't go anywhere, we couldn't be anywhere, you know, it was that kind of thing. Um, so they had made that decision, and I appreciate it. And I, I dare say a lot of people made some decisions about how they want to live the rest of their lives uh, because the pandemic gave you a, a real window into okay, the end is nigh, and and how am I spending my time? <laughs> I, I listen, I did some of that thinking too. The good thing for me was, you know, I was I was recuperating from back-to-back surgery, so um, like six months apart. So, so, so having the world shut down was really to my benefit too. It was, it was to my benefit too. So I benefited from the world shutting down, um, uh, because I, I was incapacitated on a lot of levels. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, that's that's the that's the thing. So uh Monday, I'm gonna go over to the Schwartzman Center and take the tour. I didn't know they had a bar in there. It's a whole bar restaurant kind of vibe thing. So I'm gonna go check it out on Monday, take the tour, have lunch uh with them. Uh and then I have my meeting with uh uh, the creative arts workshop people about the art installation that I'm participating in. I'm excited to talk about. Uh, uh, I got to. Uh, I got to. Uh, uh, I'm excited to participate, and I'm excited to see what all the other artists uh, are going to imagine for for this uh, uh, creative opportunity. So, so yeah, I mean, there's good things. There's a lot of things. Uh, the the uh, the arts council is moving along uh, beautifully. Um, trying to do all I can as a as a halfway decent board chair. Uh, Long Wharf Theater is coming along. Oh, I have a meeting at eleven o'clock today. <laughs> when I get off air, I gotta go right into a meeting, so I'll do that. The good thing is Fridays are like my Saturday work week. It's like like it's like an extra day. Of, you know, it's like giving me an extra day for the paper. I mean, because the paper put, is put to bed on Wednesday, sometime Wednesday, Wednesday night, Thursday, it starts hitting Wednesday night. It starts hitting the street Thursday hits the streets. And then I don't start it all over again until Monday. Like I start the process of content curation <laughs> Monday. <laughs> still my favorite thing to do. It still is. Um, it still is my favorite thing to do. Besides talking to y'all every morning at uh, nine to 11. And, and I just love the way that people come up to me. And it was nice to sort of see people uh, at the poetry slam and people come up to me and say, you know, I listen to you um, just about every morning. So, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I've got a guest this morning, Shamar, uh, Shamar Wilson with uh, Kay Wholeness. Um, you know, Kay, she, uh, here's Kay Salon and the Jamaican American um, connection. Uh, so this young man, uh, Shamar, Wilson is a sophomore at Albertus Magnus College, and um, he can't get any financial aid 
um, because he's an international student. He is a uh, he is a golf phenom and wants to play golf. And he but he's got to secure the rest of his funding for his uh, remainder of his education. So they're having a fundraiser. There's a whole Facebook page up uh, 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 to collect donations. So if anybody um, can give, tune in at 1015. Uh, and while I talk to this young man about his dreams and aspirations, what this means to him, uh, what needs to happen, and hopefully we can move the needle a little bit on his tuition. And then, you know, we listen, I, I, Albertus ought to make some international scholarship money available. They should. They should apps. And maybe they do. I don't know. I don't want to talk out of turn. And I don't want to jam him up with my loose lips. But that's why, you know, I wish. I, I'm one of these people. I wish I had some money. <laughs> I, I wish I I wish I was a woman of means. You know, I, I'm a woman of connection and influence, but I don't got no money. And I, and I wish I could have some money so that I could do some of these cool, cool things, you know, and deliberate things. I wish, you know, I wish, I wish, I wish. So uh, I'm just saying, I wish, I wish, I wish. Uh, but anyway, he'll be on. And I hope that y'all can, uh, um, I hope that y'all can help. You know, and it'll be posted up. It's posted up on Facebook. It's, you know, they're making the rounds. They've raised some money already and uh, they need to raise some more. So, so let's see. Let's see if we can. Uh, uh, let's see what we could do. So, uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, music wise. Oh, there's some really good stuff going on. Uh some good concerts coming up now, and not just tonight's concert at the symphony, you know, the symphony tonight, uh, it's going to be really good. And it'd be nice for me to just sit and hear some music for like, you know, an hour or so and, and then call it a night. Cause uh, we are back in person tomorrow. LSAT Academy tomorrow, uh, nine 30 to 12. So I really would like to go to bed a little early tonight, get some rest, you know, sleep, 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 sleep. Uh, tomorrow, uh, Saturday, tomorrow is uh, my soror, uh, Jennifer's birthday, and we're having a little gathering at uh, Il Gabiano. So that'll be exciting. Two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, day drinking. So um, that's good. And uh, and I'm catching up with a friend on Tuesday for dinner, Fahad, from uh, the Graustein Memorial Fund. We're going to catch up. They've, they've uh, invited me to a project. And I said, yes, but I don't even know the damn details. <laughs> you know, if Bill Graustein call you, you just say yes. <laughs> and he and I are such old friends. It is amazing how far back we go and uh, how divine our friendship is. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, we used to be neighbors when I lived in that neighborhood. So, uh, but we, you know, we're still New Haven residents, so that's neighbors. So, so yeah, so I've got a full week of interesting things coming up, which I'm very excited about. And I'm having dinner with Bill on Sunday at his house. So, <laughs> so he's got these Hello Fresh meals delivered. You know, we all we all have done it. Like Markeisha has gifted us uh, a few years back during the pandemic, 
during our shuttered time during the pandemic. And so I was getting them and uh, it was great. You know, these little meal things that you could cook. Uh, because if you're single, if you're single, it's a, it's a challenge to go to the grocery store and buy like one can of beans and that kind of stuff and that kind of stuff. It's, it's, it's challenging. And it has taken me a little bit of a minute to not, you know, I'm used to cooking for four children. And, uh, and so I don't have to do that anymore. Uh, so it's still a little bit of a challenge. Like if I cook something, it feels like it's a lot. And if I don't eat it all, it goes to waste. So I don't want to, I don't want to be wasting things like that. But I, I follow this woman on uh, Instagram, I think Cooking with Pat, and she has been giving me some great food-saving hacks that make sense, particularly around how to store lettuce. So I can't wait to buy, to buy some lettuce <laughs> and store it through her hack. You know, she's like wrapping in some uh, aluminum foil and it'll last for 30, 45 days. And so I guess people didn't believe her. They thought she was just making it up. And she she did it. She she showed she showed all the lettuce that she had wrapped 15 days ago, 30 days ago, and 45 days ago. And that lettuce was just fine. So, you know. Oh, let me tell you. So um, so my 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 friend Serafina Robinson, who we just adore, um, um, is a dancer and a and a consultant to school of management or something or other at Yale. Uh, but anyway, she has chickens. She has a lot of chickens in Stratford, her and her fiance. Uh, so she posted up that, you know, I have some, I have all these chickens, I have these eggs. If you really want eggs, I'll happily, you know, sell you some eggs for like nothing, you know, pennies. And so she brought <laughs> she brought me a dozen eggs. I paid, I guess eggs are like eight, nine dollars now. I paid nowhere near that for these eggs and she's like oh you can sit them you can sit them on the counter i've already washed them for you so they could sit out for two weeks and they'll be good and she's like you can put them in the fridge if you want but they can sit out on the counter i feel like i'm i feel like like i'm in a a a farmhouse kind of vibe with eggs on my counter fresh eggs on my counter so i have not i've not cracked any of these eggs yet (laughs) i have to eat them (laughs) So, so I'm saying all to say, I'm saying all of that to say, it's a good time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good time. It's a good time. So anyway, I have these eggs. I got to eat these eggs. Uh, and they, but they're so gorgeous looking. And I feel, I feel like a farmhouse vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like everybody's like building these farmhouse kitchens, check, tricking out their, their, they went with that farmhouse vibe look, which is, you know, just elevated country to me. Oh, and I like it. Don't get me wrong. It's not a criticism that I, I actually like it. I actually like the country farm farmhouse. And you throw in a little French provincial vibe to it and a little bit of African to it. And you you really got a, a space that I could really get with. So anyway, um, uh, I forgot where I was going with this. You know what? My brain, my brain, my brain. But anyway, so the eggs are sitting on the counter. <laughs> so i got to eat them so i have to figure that out so anyway i'm gonna start i told myself i've got to really buckle down and that's what i plan to do on a lot of fronts i gotta buckle down with this lsat ife is really inspiring because she is buckling down on her schoolwork and it's only been two days two or three days of 
schoolwork. And she's like, I have homework and I got to get it done. I can't go. <laughs> this social life, I got to shut it down. <laughs> and, you know, I think for me, I need one of my friends to sort of be the catalyst for me to be better. That's the, that's the joy of having good friends. Friends who make you better by virtue of what they do. That level of elevation is going to save me. <laughs> so Ife saying, no, I'm not going. I've got schoolwork makes me go, oh, you know what? I should do the same thing. <laughs> I should do the same thing. So I feel very inspired. That That's the point that I'm making, that I feel very inspired and that I, I really have to buckle down. And uh, because that LSAT is coming in June and I've got to master these tools. I've got to master them. I got to. So, <laughs> so I'm about to just shut it all down or at least figure out how to not do so much or go so many places or I don't know what I'm saying. Who knows? I, I This is what I will say. I have to have a bigger commitment to my commitments. That's what I'll say that I have to have a bigger commitment to my commitments. And I will do that, you know. And uh, I got my surgeon visit coming up, but I think I'm a, I'm gonna call, I'm gonna reschedule that because I really don't wanna see him just February. I was like, can I push it back to March? I'm gonna push it back to March. Like, let me see you in March. Let me see you in March. I can't see you now. <laughs> I need I need a little more time to sort of get on board with what I need to do. Um, and that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna get on board and do a little more, you know, a little something, 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 something. And uh that's my that's my thing. So uh and Valentine's Day is coming up because y'all know I love me some Valentine's Day. Love, 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 love. So, and there's no word on the street today because Paul takes Fridays off. <laughs> he's like, I'm not messing with him. Uh, he's like, I'm not messing with y'all. I'm not being on these streets on Fridays. I got other stuff to do. I got prayers to me. <laughs> I got Shabbat. I got all kinds of things. So, so there's no word on the street. So I look forward to what, whatever we get into on Monday. And uh, I need to go over to the New Haven Independent now and see what's happening. Cause I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, 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 I want to see the. Uh, I want to. Oh yeah, see, there's Cash. I want to see Cash because I didn't get a chance to ask about his name. So oh, it's uh, Kashim. Kashim. It's Kashim. Kashim Knight. I liked him. I'm telling you. So if you if you have not had a chance to go check out the word on the street, go check out on the word, check the word on the street. Even if you don't tune in to catch us live, and a lot of y'all do and you like it, and I appreciate it. People were quite moved by some of the people that we run up on. You know, you're quite moved by it, and I appreciate that. Uh, but go and see. Um, go and see who you see. And, you know, I think, too, Paul, and I don't know if Paul is listening, but Harry is listening. Um, 
We should we should get somebody to give us some some gift cards to a local coffee shop or something, so that when we run up on people, we can give them a, a a gift a coffee gift card for their troubles. We could buy somebody a couple of cu- couple a couple of cups of coffee. Do you know what I mean? Like a ten dollar gift card or something. That would be such a wonderful thing. We could partner with Dunkin' Donuts or who, is there a or Willoughby's or somebody you know uh, to do it. You know, it would only cost them like 50 bucks a week or something. Not even, you know, 50 bucks a week. And different coffee shops could give us gift cards the last, you know, for the rest of the year. Come on, $10, really? You make that up in sugar. <laughs> but that that would be a wonderful thing to do. And that way we could say, you know, thanks for toning in to Love, Baz, Love, Talk and being on the word on the, word on the street. That's a wonderful way to, to build a relationship. Here's a cup of coffee for your trouble. Do you know what I mean? We could do it with, you know, restaurants or whoever else. That I mean, I think I like that idea. So I hash that out. <laughs> I don't want it to be a hassle. I need it to be really, really easy. Really, really easy. You know, like you know, sponsor the word on the street. You know, empty up some coffee money. You know, be a sponsor of word on the street. So I can say, word on the street is sponsored by, you know, the Community Foundation for Greater New Haven. Like, that sounds great, right? And then we give everybody, you know, a $10 gift certificate to a coffee shop of their choice or, you know, a $10 any kind of card or a $10 Starbucks card or whatever it is so they can get a cup of coffee. I like that idea, you know. We should do that. I'm thinking about, see, 2,000 ideas. Two thousand ideas. This is how I stay in trouble. This is how, in good trouble, but trouble nonetheless. This is how I stay in trouble because I'm always trying to do stuff, you know. And but you know, life is not worth living if you're not doing anything. It's not worth living if you're not doing anything. So I always, I'm always trying to think of ways to do stuff, you know, because it's just I just think it's cool, and uh, and we have opportunity to do it. If we could do it. We should do it. Uh, that's my that's my motto. This is why I don't like this mayor. If you have opportunity to do something, you should just do it. <laughs> and not like is the not the right word. It's not that I dislike Elliker. I don't I don't really know him. I don't hang out with him. I don't break bread with him. I don't throw back beers with him. I don't know him. I just think that this city is so dynamic that it needs dynamic leadership. That this city is so cosmopolitan that it needs cosmopolitan leadership. Do you know what I mean? We we are in a we are in a in a boom and it just seems like a bust, you know. And we need I, we need a, a mayor who isn't petty and we need a mayor who is exciting and can excite people. This mayor does not bring excitement. What he brings is you know a rain cloud. Even if he does good things, it's underneath a rain cloud. He's just just he's just dismal and he doesn't inspire. He does not inspire anything except more mediocrity. I know he probably listened to me and be like, who is that witch? <laughs> Go dig up stuff on me, whatever. I don't care. That, that, if that's how you want to get down, get down that way. You know, if you want to make my life miserable, listen, it has already been that. So whatever you drag me through or to, it's fine. I will survive. I am a survivor. I, I am. So I, I'm not be, I'm not failed by anything. So so when I talk about these these kinds of things, I, I don't talk about them from uh, uh, fearing what's going to happen to me. I, I don't fear any of that. I don't fear that. I'm oh, I'm going to eat. I'm going to lay, lay my head somewhere. That's how it's going to go down. <laughs> so, so that's what I mean. 
I, I want leadership that is dynamic. I want leadership that inspires. I want leadership that says this city is the best possible city in the world. And let me show you. Let me show you. And he does not bring any of that. None of that. He comes with the cloud and he's petty. And I hear he's not even nice to people in his own team. You know, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying what I hear from people. You know, he's petty and small, you know, and mean spirited. So I was like, you know what? And and yeah, and if you go and ask people that about yourself, then you already know about yourself. If you feel like you gotta go ask people, am I mean spirited? If you ask that question, you already know the answer to it. So if he's listening, whoever's listening, and they run back and say, oh, Bab said you mean-spirited. And he goes, oh, you think I'm mean-spirited? People around you like that are not going to tell you the truth. Because if you mean-spirited, they know that you mean-spirited, and they're going to stay out of harm's way. So they're going to tell you what you want to hear because they don't need that mess on their back. I'm here to tell you. So, so yeah, so a city like New Haven needs dynamic leadership. We need inspiration. We need uh, leadership that matches the vibe of what's happening. You know, we need a leader that can show up at the events and inspire people and get excited. Not mediocrity. He's mediocre. He's like every other white man in this country that wakes up and says, oh, I want, and then goes and does it without any real sense of, uh, are you qualified to do it? Are you are you are you capable? He's he's qualified and capable. Is that really all that matters? That's all we want? Qualified and capable? We don't want inspiring. We don't want, you know, get it done. We don't want a connector. We need somebody that connect people to people. You know, this is a whole city with very diverse neighborhoods. And we need somebody that could walk through all these neighborhoods and make every neighborhood feel like it is the neighborhood. I don't see that happening with him. I don't see his his administration doesn't reflect to me the dynamic nature of this city. Just doesn't. Except Adrian Jefferson. <laughs> Adrian Jefferson is such a such a bond for this city. She makes this city feel like you want to be here. And she's all on it. She makes it, she makes you feel like you want to be in this city. And there's a, there's a few people in the administration that I dig, you know, that that are 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 trying to sort of, you know, be be dynamic without outshining this mediocre mayor. <laughs> Cuz he's petty. <laughs> petty 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 petty. Anyway, that's enough. I'm off of that. I am off of that. So I'll talk about it again next week. <laughs> That's why we need we need folks to run. I don't I listen, I I, I was troubled by the, the folks that were are running, but I'm not. You know why? Because we get what we get. And and talented people don't often want to run. You know, or if they run, it's hard for them to win because we've we've what we've what we have decided for leadership is so beyond the pale that real leaders don't want to step into this arena. What does that say? So we have mediocre leadership leading cities and towns and places all over this country. You know, you, you, you get a, you get a, a, a Ron DeSantis, you get the Texas nut, 
you get all these, you know, you get a Marjorie Taylor Greene, you get, you get, you get a, a Santo, you get, you get mediocre subpar folks that have no leadership skills, but are performative. They're very performative in, in their, in what they bring to the table, which is nothing but a performance. That's all they bring, you know, and, and, the, and they speak to a particular base of people who think that's leadership. <laughs> Oh man, it's just, it just wears me down. It just, it, it makes me almost hopeless for the, for the world. And, and if you stand on the parable of the sour story and Octavia Butler was so prolific. And, it, and if you don't, if you haven't read the parable of the sour, you should read it. It, it, it is, it is a, a, a book for our times. Um, even though it was written many, many, you know, 30 years ago it is still a book for our times it really is and the message is quite quite clear and you could see the threads of it in these moments you see the threads of it so while we are while we are haggling about our education system and what we ought to teach and this and these false equivalencies around critical race theory and, and African-American history studies and all of this other kind of stuff, these false equivalencies to, to, to why it shouldn't be done uh, because people, white folks, I'm just not going to say people, white folks' feelings will be hurt and they don't understand, the majority of white folks don't understand the contributions of enslaved people to this country. And they don't want to know because they don't want all the bad parts. Well, the bad parts exist. So, <laughs> like, that's just what it is. So, so we got to real we got to we got to make some real turns here. Like I think we're coming, and and it's always good to be at the crossroads of things, you know. Because the, when you get to the crossroads of things, it forces you to think about how do you want to move forward, and you have to be intentional about the next steps. That's what happens when you get to the crossroads. That's what happens. He's like, oh, do I go left or do I go right? Wizard of Oz is a good example of you know which way do I go now? Well, <laughs> let's think about this. Let's get into a contemplative state about, well, where are we trying to go? You know, where are we trying to go? And what road will take us there uh, efficiently and, and satisfactorily? Right. How do, how do we do that? You know, how do we get everybody to, you know, and listen, Dorothy had the, the, the lion, the cowardly lion. He gets, some cow he gets some courage in the end, but the cowardly lion, the tin man, the scarecrow and the damn dog. If that ain't America, I don't know what is. <laughs> and, and running from witches. <laughs> you know, so standing at a, America's at a crossroads and a crossroads is not a bad place to be. It's not a bad place to be to reevaluate where do we go from here, right? That I think that's a, a great opportunity. It's a great opportunity, I think. It's a wonderful opportunity for us to sort of dig in and say, what do we want America to be? Even with all the noise and the din of all the other foolishness that's going on and the, and the you know, the insurrection people and we got white supremacy people and we got all these things, even with all of that buzzing about, there's still a shining light ahead of us. There's still that beacon and we can jump for it. We can run to it. You know, we can embrace it. We've, we've all, this has been the history of that. No one is more resilient than enslaved people, formerly enslaved people. No one. We, we, there's a body of, of documentation of resiliency that the world has never seen before and hopefully will never see again. 
there's a there's there there is there's there is history to that, you know. Um and and it's so much of that that we don't know keeps us trapped in a cycle of of less than and 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 lack, right? Because when we when we find out a thing, it just grows us. When we find out something about our history and somebody's overcome or some resiliency or some invention or some, you know, or, or some problem that was solved through 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 just their sheer will. I mean, that that grows each of us. That makes us taller and bigger. You know, it makes us move forward. It pushes us to, to the next level. That's that's what history ought to do, right? Especially a people's history who, who have been fed a misinformation. I'm just saying, people. So 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 when I look over the landscape and I see mediocre mediocre leadership, when I know that history has shown us extraordinary leadership in times more grave than this, you know, and I'm not just talking about black people. You know, I'm talking about all kinds of people who in moments of great challenge have risen to the occasion. You know, there's some extraordinary folks out there. I I love this Wes Moore, who is now the governor of of Maryland. I, I, I love his story. I love the way he thinks. I love the way he loves on his wife. I could see him in the White House. I can. That might be the next step. That kind of leadership, you know, and commitment and and courage. But he's gonna run Maryland and it's gonna, and I like the way he talks about things. I love it. See, it's that kind of commitment to humanity that we need more of, not just at the governor's mansion, but at, at local level. We need to inspire people up. We need to inspire people up. We have 30, 30 communities. We need to inspire, all 30 communities need to have, have a mayor that they can be inspired by. We have a mayor that we are, that is petty. And, you know, yeah, he gets some things done, I guess. Anyway, let me get to my PSA. <laughs> let, me get to, let me get to my PSA. Before I take a break, <laughs> take a sip of water. Mm. All right. January is National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Month. Do you know someone who is a victim of human trafficking? Human trafficking is a form of modern day slavery with illegal smuggling and trading of people for forced labor and or sexual and physical abuse. This is a worldwide problem as well as a problem in our beautiful state of Connecticut. Traffickers target people, both boys and girls, who are vulnerable to promises of a better life, and then forcing them to live and work in unfair and abusive conditions. Many traffickers are well-known, living near living near us and promising and convincing young people and families that their children will have a better life in a new place. Under the United States federal and Connecticut state laws, human trafficking is a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> Let's work together to protect our children against these horrific crimes. 
if you are a victim or know someone who is a victim of human trafficking, or if you would like to learn more about this serious issue in our society, please contact Love146 at 203-772-4420. That's 203-772-4420. That's Love146 phone number. They need your help. We need your help. See something, say something. This is a public service announcement um, sponsored by the Waterbury, Connecticut chapter of the Lynx Incorporated. I'm happy to lend my voice to this uh, because it is necessary. Um, there are traffickers among us, even in our city, probably on your street, maybe across the street, around the corner, in your church, at your job, at the gas station, in the park at the doctor's office, at the hospital, you know, these people are among us and, uh, and they are uh, stealing our young people, boys and girls. They're stealing our young people. They're stealing them. And, uh, and we have got to do our part to help eradicate, I mean, eradicate trafficking, human trafficking from the, from the face of the earth. And I know it may feel insurmountable, I know. And I know you're thinking, well, I, we, we, I, don't, I don't have the power. I'm just one person. Well, all it takes is one person. All it takes is one person to say, I see something, say something. One person. We don't need 20 people to see it. We just need one person to see it and report it. You know what I mean? Or 20 individual people around the places to see stuff. Say something. I'm just charging you with opening your eyes, looking around, trust your instincts, trust your gut. If you see something, say something, you know, and don't think you're getting somebody in trouble. Just, you know what, let the authorities know and let them go do what they do best, which is investigate. And and if it's, you know, my bad, it's my bad. But you could rescue, you could be rescuing somebody from a life of enslavement. You You can, you can. You can be doing that. So, so anyway, I hope uh, um, that uh, you take take that into your hearts and minds for the month of January and beyond, because it's a pretty important issue. And uh, I'm gonna take a break, but I'll be back 10:15 with uh, Kay Holness and Shamar uh, Wilson to talk about uh, what he needs for his furthering his education. I'll be back. Hi, this is Babs Rawls Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut. And you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Hidden in strange times, I'll find my strength. Even when down I'm standing, do you love me? Your belong. Sometimes I wish I wasn't born Crying tears Bare me into nation Oh, I wish they could come true When I need them the most Oh 
I've been staring at distant shores. I've been waiting, wanting more for the whole night. And it ain't right. I've been saying what's on my mind, trying to explain what can't be defined. And for so long, it's been so strong. Suddenly it's clear now that I can hear these love notes, the ones that I wrote. Oh, these melodies. Here are some memories, and these love notes I found in an old coat mean something new. All because of you. Want to lean on? Can you hear me? Come near me. I've been dreaming my angel will come, but I never expected that you'd be the one. Now I found you. I wanna stay around you. Suddenly it's clear now that I can hear. That I wrote. Oh, these melodies. Here are some memories. These love notes I found in an old coat mean something new. All because of you.
Good morning, beautiful people. Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. I'm delighted to have as my guest today, uh, Shamar Wilson and my very good friend uh, and bestie, K-Rain Onus, <laughs> or as we know, K. Hi, how y'all doing? Unmute yourselves. Well, good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm doing great. You are? Yeah, how are you? How about you? Listen, it's Friday. <laughs> I'm still standing. So I come to know something about your story because uh, the Jamaican American Connection, which Kay is the uh, founder and the uh, director of, uh, posted up a, 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 a fundraising effort uh, because you are trying to raise some money to stay in school, which is no it is not an unusual story, particularly for black and brown people, but your story is, is uniquely different because you're an international student. You're a student from Jamaica. You you are here. You go to Albertus Magnus College, which is, you know, not too far from where I live. And uh, uh, you're a sophomore. And you and I understand you are a golf prodigy. Very much so. <laughs> so, so that's, I, I think that's what set my story apart because... Not only because I'm, you know, where I'm coming from, but also where I want to go. Mm-hmm. So tell me your story and tell me, tell me what it is um, that you that you need to happen. Tell me the the background. So are scholarships not available to you? Are uh, is financial aid not available to you? Like what what is the 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 issue? Okay, the issue is, you know. Being an international student, a lot of things that, you know, is not available to me. Like, I can't take out loans because, you know, I'm not a citizen. And I can only get, like, financial aid, you know, which is, like, you know, the partial scholarship. Mm -hmm. And I can't get, like, something that they call FAFSA. Okay, yes. Because I'm an international student again. And... Some some scholarships also are not for me because, again, international student. <laughs> so, Kay, tell me about this. I had no idea. And I, I don't know how I've lived on this earth as long as I have and not understand how international students come to this country and get and, and, and achieve. I mean, we have a whole big Ivy League university filled of international students. What sets this different? I think I think what sets it's I guess he plays golf right and he's in a D three school mm-hmm. so since since meeting Shamar because I had no clue about all these things right so he's in um, a D three division where they don't have access to if he was in a D one school then they probably could have given him a full ride. But okay. because he's in a D3, they don't have the availability of funds to okay. give him a full ride. And I think I think that's just the difference. Mm. Does Albertus so, have a golf team? Are you on the golf team? Is there a golf yes. team? Yes, they do have a golf team. You know, that, from my understanding, started five seasons ago. And, you know, you know they're doing well in that area they won they won like the championships some two years ago mm-hmm. are you on the golf team yes ma'am. 
Okay. Okay. Yeah. So All he right. got the he got the golf scholarship. Okay. So, so he that's, needs additional that's, that's, money. So he's gonna need some additional money. So 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 let's 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 just back up a little bit where Shamar is concerned. And this is like I only met Shamar like a month ago. Yesterday was officially a month since I've met Shamar. Um, I had known about him when um, there was an interview done on a Jamaican TV station about him when he got the scholarship mm. because they were like, here he is. He has an opportunity to go to school and his golf is his, his vessel. Right. And so that's how I knew about him. I didn't know he came because, you know, I, you know, sometimes when you get scholarships, sometimes people refuse them. Right. If you look at everything on the table, you're like, well, this is not necessarily um, worth it or, it's too far, you know, whatever circumstances why people may deny a scholarship. So I didn't know he was here. So on December 17th, I got a call that he's here and he's on campus and he won't be, he's going to be on campus over the holidays. And I said, okay, let's, you know, ask him if you want to spend Christmas with us. Cause he may have other, have other plans. So he didn't have other plans. And so here we are, he's with us for Christmas. And, and I'm talking to him and I'm like, so, you know, and he's trying to teach me all these things about golf that God, he knows like way over the head. And, um, and I'm talking to him and you know how you're talking to somebody, but they're not telling you everything. Mm -hmm. And so I pushed and pushed and pushed. And then he told me that, cause I know in order for you to come, you have to have a sponsor mm -hmm. and that's in anything. Um, when my husband applied for me, he had to hand over all his documents to show that you can financially take care of this person. So I know before they would send him over, because the school is not going to take that responsibility. You have to have someone to say, you know, so you have to have a sponsoring person or family. And so he had a sponsor and, and his sponsoring family was now unable to continue paying his their end of the bargain, which would be the tuition or whatever it is that the school would have needed. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, wow, because here it is again. He only just picked up golf five years ago. And then he had this opportunity, this God gift talent. There's no way that we could just allow him to just go back. Because mm -hmm. if he, so that would be the situation. So if you if you can't make your tuition or you can't, then you would have to go back to Jamaica. Yeah. yeah. Really? Very yeah, because because you <laughs> yes, because where how is he going to pay? So he has no funding available. He can't get Pell. He can't do. I mean, the only way he's going to get a loan is if someone takes out the loan for him and mm. I don't think anyone is in the position to do that so we decided that you know I went to our I called an emergency meeting with our board and I was like hey here is we have a very unique situation on hand and what are we gonna do you know as a community and so we decided that the best thing that we could do was crowdsource funding you know Every, you know, we have a saying in Jamaica, every mickle make a muckle, one, one poke, a full basket. <laughs> Let us grab all of these 
and you know let us also all pour into this young man who has a god-given talent you understand so shamar um what made you decide to choose albertus magnus what was it about albertus that you found attractive oh albertus you know just geographically and also because they they were offering me the most money also Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was also, a, I felt comfortable. Okay. And so what is the conversation like? Have you, I mean, I'm sure you've had conversations with the administration and the, and the registrar and whatever financial aid people. What, what is the conversations like? Okay. The conversation, you know, pertaining to financial aid is that, you know, because I'm an international student, <laughs> certain funding is not available to me mm-hmm. so you know and then also my coach you know gave me this this task of finding of going to like you know the international office to petition about this specific like funding mm-hmm. but still that was also not available to me because okay. i would be like a junior or a senior so what um, what has happened with the family that hosts you or uh, sponsors you? And what is the relationship like now? Well, the relationship is still intact. And I still, you know, give them the update of what's going on. But, you know, I'm really grateful to them because they were the ones who really started out for me. So, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So I'm still grateful for them to, you know, stick their neck out for me. Mm. So tell me, what is the uh, the amount, Kay, that that it that he needs to reach? What is the number? And and then what is the thinking moving forward? Because even if you make it this particular time, what happens? He's a sophomore, he's got two more years. What right. happens? Oh, girl. So we're trying to just deal with what at, at hand right now. <laughs> right now. Um, so what we're trying to do right now is just to pay for the semester. And um, and then we we pray and hope that he does very well on um, the, what do you call it? The golf course for for next season that maybe, just maybe, that they can see that he is uh, a benefit to take a chance on. I don't know. Maybe there's a, an amazing philanthropist out there that may see or hear his story and may want fund to fund his dream. We don't know. So we just one step at a time. And So what is the is amount of money you need to raise now? So now we need at least 20000 And uh, where hmm. are you in that amount raised? Half. Okay. In one week. Okay. We could we started last Friday. That's amazing. Ten thousand dollars in a week. Yeah. Girl, we've been girl, let me tell you. We've been working them phones. You hear me? You've been working the phones and we were like, you know, and every little bit helps. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. Just just you know, just help. And um I will say that he um as an international student, he can only do work study. He can't work outside of um, the sure. school. 
Really? Yes. Yeah. I had no idea they had that many constrictions on uh, uh, yeah. restrictions on international students. It's the visa. It's, it's whatever visa you're on. Oh, okay. Okay. So it's, the, okay. It's, the, it's the visas that, because you do have some um, international students, but it depends on the type of visa that you have. So every visa has its, its, um, its guidelines. So Shamar, what do your people say at home in Jamaica? Well, now, well, first they were worried, you know, my grandma is my, always been my number one fan. She was, you know, at one point I told her, grandma, I might come back home. She was crying, you know, she's like, no, you, you got this far. And then she was also saying, I hope it works out because I'm praying for it to work out. And then I called her and updated her. Like, I made this, ama I met this amazing community and Everybody is getting behind me. And she was so happy. She's like, I can't wait to meet. Can't wait to meet Auntie Kay because <laughs> I'm like an amazing person. But they're happy right now. Okay. So they so they feel they feel a little bit easier knowing right. that you're there and there's a community of folks that right. is embracing you and helping you. Correct. Yeah. Because the first semester, the first two semesters, I never had a community. So, you know, they were always worried and they called me frequently to mm -hmm. make sure. Well, you like, know, Jamaicans are everywhere in the world. You know that, right? Right. I did Jamaica than in Jamaica. <laughs> so, so talk to me a, a little bit about your goals. What, what is the uh, ultimate goal for you? What do you want to see? What, what, what do you what do you see for your life's trajectory? And, and you're a sophomore and things change. Yes, of course. But what, what would you like to see happen? Well, what I'd like to see, so my long-term goal is to, my long-term goal is to be a PGA professional, mm -hmm. like a professional golfer. But my short-term goals as of right now is to finish college because not only for myself, but also for my community back home and my family and everybody. Cause there's a lot of people looking up to me to, you know, see what I have accomplished and all that I've been through and I'm still going, you know, everybody is like, keep going, keep going, you know? So, cause there's a lot of people depending on me, a lot of people watching me, a lot of kids also. So my, my short term goal is to finish college get a degree, you know, so to like show that, hey, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. It's, you know, it's the mindset that you have that can help you, you know, to traject to where you want to be. So, okay, talk to me about um, the Jamaican-American connection and how does this fit into the mission and the structure of that organization? Girl, this is the reason why we started this organization, <laughs> you know, um, just to be there for each other, support each other. And it's not just Jamaicans to support anyone from the Caribbean because we're coming from third world countries and now we are in this first world and it's a lot sometimes, especially when you come, it's not you were born here, it's the first generation. You're coming from as a young adult into. And so as the organization, we're here to support to be that family, to be that voice, 
to support and advocate and teach and all of those things. So yeah, this is definitely in line with our vision, our mission and our vision. Okay. All right. So, so, so do you have other fundraising uh, things lined up, Kay, or is this the biggest fundraising thing? Like, are there other ways that you're going to attempt to raise some money for this young man? This is, this, this campaign is entirely for him, for this, for this, um, this go round. Um, you know, like I was teasing Shamar and I was like, you can cook. We're about to have, like, we're going to about to sell some dinners with you cooking. Like, we're willing to do whatever we it takes. Listen, you ask all the ask HBCU students. Dinner's got a lot of kids through college. That's right. So you know, so we're 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 trying to show him, and you know, and also show him like, you know, he spent a year here in New Haven without having a connection. So now we're bringing him into the community in terms of giving back as well. You know, mm-hmm. just. One hand washes the other. You know, reciprocity works. It's a circle. We're all in this together. So all of those things is just coming, you know, and um, Shamar is just, <laughs> Shamar is 6'5", right? <laughs> that, that's, that's pretty tall for a golfer. We might want to play basketball, but I'm just... Correct. So, so, so when, when, you know, the fact that he's a golfer... Um, the fact that he's so tall, you know, I remember the first time we had to go get him, you know, that cold spell that was coming and we had to go get him, um, shoes. Like my husband's, my husband wear a, a eight, my son wears a nine, Shamar's a 14. I like, I've never, you know, and Shamar is teaching me a whole lot of stuff, you know? And, um, Yeah. And this okay. whole athletic life thing, Babs, it's crazy. It's a lot. I, I, listen, I know. I was an athlete and I had athletes in my family. So, Shamar, when did you know golf was it for you? What was the first, what was your first golfing experience? And and what did that do for you? Oh, my God. So, <laughs> I remember when I just started golf, it was, it was just a regular thing. Like, I didn't, like. First of all, I did not like golf. I was like, all these guys walking around in the boiling sun chasing a white ball. Come on. Like, you know, I didn't know five years later it was me. (laughs) (laughs) But I picked up golf five years ago, and I remember my first tournament. Like, you know, I had like... I just was taught the basics from this guy named Carl Garrick. I was taught the basics and thought that was it. And I went to playing this tournament that the golf course had. And I did so bad. And I finished second and I didn't. I was so mad at myself because everybody had me as the favorite to win. And I was mad at myself. So I went, I went back and I'm like, never again, you know. So I went back and I practiced like very early in the morning and very late in the evening to the Mm -hmm. point where, because I was in like a B class, C class um, type of golf. And now, you know, after the next tournament came up, they took me from that and put me in the A class. 
So that's a big jump, you know, to all the, the work I put in. And that, that you know, also I got the guidance, I was under the guidance of Raymond Rudd and, you know, all these um, elder guys, Tony Allison, now these guys were like, you know, a mentor. So they're showing me how far, you know, golf can go. So, but you need to be, you know, you need to continue getting better and better. So I started playing with them because they were the A-class guys. So I started playing with them a lot, you know, and, you know, continue to perfect my skills and everything to the point where, you know, Raymond, are also this guy named Owen Samuda, he was saying that you need to try out for the Jamaica team. You know, I tried the first year, I didn't, I didn't get through and, you know, practiced differently and I, you know, went back to these guys from Renoi Bay that you know, was my mentor from the start. They, you know, I practiced with them differently this time. Second time around, I, I made the team. It was amazing. Went to Puerto Rico and, you know, despite of, you know, having like short players, because we're supposed to have like 12, and we had like eight, we still finished in second place. You know, which is a great accomplishment given the circumstances. So yeah, and I just continue, and I, and I just want to continue to keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so, what is your mate? What is your academic major? What are you majoring in? In, in is, I'm majoring in business marketing, but I'm also gonna add um supply chain. I'm gonna minor in supply chain management. Oh, okay. All right. So, so you think a business degree will will aid your golfing uh, aspirations? Also, because okay, golf aside, I'm passionate about business. You know, so I really also want to get into business, mm-hmm. right? But I can also use golf to fuel the business drive of my, you know. So that's it. Okay. So so six, five playing golf, not basketball, but golf, um, that in and of itself is its own uh, anomaly. Uh, what do you do on on your downtime when you're not playing golf? Try. Okay. Given that the school doesn't have the facility as like a a, a D one school, I have to, you know, find creative ways to, you know, keep my game up. Now, you know, New Haven has its own golf course. I know. <laughs> you know, I have to find, you know, creative ways to sort of practice. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, I give back to the community, volunteer my time anytime I can. So, and then under Auntie K's organization, you know, we volunteer, they volunteer a lot. So I'll definitely be on that. Mm. Now, do you live on campus do you, or do you live somewhere in New Haven? No, I live on campus. Okay. And how, and how has that experience been? It's been good, but it has its downside where, like, during, like, holidays, everybody goes home. So, you know, that's kind of, like, the down part Well, of you got it. a whole Jamaican community now, so you don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to say. <laughs> I know, but, like, now it doesn't matter because I have a whole community behind me now, so. Yes, you have a whole community now, so you you won't be spending time in the dorm. Right, whether or not they're here, doesn't matter. 
So when do you think you'll ever get to go back to Jamaica for a visit? Or have you been back? No, I haven't been back yet. Okay. Probably um, next, next winter. Mm-hmm. That would be a good time to go. <laughs> okay, okay. So um, what is it about, about this particular young man that makes you feel like uh, you want to put some energy behind this? Because there's there's a lots of Jamaican students here. I, I'm sure of it. Absolutely. Um, I think because, you know, of his uniqueness, right? Six, five, um, golf. He's not supposed to be playing it. The same way Usain Bolt wasn't supposed to be a, 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 a track star, right? But he was too tall. And so because of that, and the fact that he started golf so late made you realize that he was a unicorn in this. Mm. And because of that, um, and the fact that golf brought him here, I mean, he came to New Haven. He could have been anywhere else in the United States, you know, but he's in New Haven and he has a talent that just needs to, he has a gift. He has a gift. And so we need to help him with that gift the best way we can, at at least for him to know that he has support. And with this gift, he will be able to not only change his life, but change the life of his community and other kids um, all over the world, you know? And so we just want to help him achieve his goals and dreams. Okay. That's That's a very lofty and wonderful way to sort of uh, build community and bring somebody uh, uh, into this. So, um, so what do you, what do you, what do you have on your agenda for today, Shamar? Like, what do you do today? Oh, so today's raining out. So I'm just preparing for school now because, you know, there's nothing you can really do today. Do you have classes today? No, no, I don't. School starts on Monday. Oh, Okay. Okay, so you have a, a weekend. So what are you getting into for the weekend? Nothing really. Probably something with, with Auntie Kate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it must have been nice to run up into a, a Jamaican community where you, a Jamaican community where you can get uh food that that uh that reminds you of home. <laughs> oh, not only just food, also, you know, how we communicate also. And, <laughs> you know. Something I like to play is domino, even though I'm not, you know, like. Oh, okay. But, you know, it has those, you know, little things that really matters to me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, you know, it's been wonderful. You know, yesterday is a month officially, and it's been, you know, nonstop awesome. Oh, good. Now, is this your first introduction to the United States? Yes. So you've not been here before? Well, I've been here, like, when, before I started school, mm-hmm. like, a little bit. Like, I came up right after Puerto Rico in August. Came okay. up. Oh, but uh, before that, you've not been here. No. No, before that, not nothing. Oh, you, you, you've gotten lucky because winter has been very warm. <laughs> very warm. <laughs> um, Babs, can I tell you, we thought that he would be, he likes the cold. Really, a Jamaican that likes the cold? This because one. I don't, I don't see it that cold, you know. Oh, that's because you hadn't had it yet. Oh, wait, just wait. 
<laughs> oh, we haven't had any snow. We haven't had any below zero weather. Oh, oh, well, just enjoy this this uh, warm, warm uh, Connecticut winter. It's warm. It's very warm. Yeah. So he's uh, yeah. He's just like, oh, it's not that cold, boy. Yeah. If you don't wrap up, yeah, you know that kind of thing. So. Oh yeah, he's new. Wait till it yeah. snows, Shamar. Wait till you have to walk through the snow and the ice and the sleet. Oh yeah, I'll come back yeah. and talk to me then. <laughs> he, he's still he's still in the honeymoon stage he's yes 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 and I, I i can't wait to hear what your Girl. first experience of snow and all that will be it's coming it's just late this year <laughs> hey i hope it never comes that's what i'm praying for that <laughs> <laughs> like, means it's gonna interfere with you know the golf season so like when is what when is it uh when is the official golf season when when do you play so official is like starts between anywhere between May, like April, May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then how long does the season go? Right until like the last part in October. Okay, so that's a good long time. Yeah, but if it snows and it delays, then it's gonna be a shorter season. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. coming. Make aware the season's all year long. <laughs> 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 well, uh, before I let you go, tell tell me, tell us what is it about golf that you love? Because golf is a first of all, golf is an individual sport. Like you're solely dependent upon you, and it's golf is also life because you can learn a lot of things in life from playing golf. For example, if you're not prepared, like weather-wise, you're not going to be at your best because you're not prepared. And it's that also goes along with life, too. If you're not prepared, you, know, you already know what's going to happen. And golf is also patience. You have to have a lot of patience, not only with the game, but also with yourself. Mm-hmm. Same thing you can say for life. You got to have a lot of patience. Also. And you have to know when to strike, when to hold back, you know. So it's just like that, you know. So it has a lot to do with life. And you can, like, develop a lot of characteristics from also playing golf. So I think golf is the only sport that's, I think it's, like, related to life in every sense. Okay, that's that's pretty good. So the fundraiser is going on now. If people want to help, um, you can find it um, um, on our website. I was hoping that we could put it up on our on on during our show. Um, uh, the link the link is on our website, Bob. Yes, um, the link is the link is at the Jamaican American Connection website. It's all over Facebook, so you could go there, find the what's a what's a Jamaican American Connection is um, jacnewhaven.org. Okay, jacnewhaven.org. And uh, and you can go and make your contributions uh, to this young man's future and educational pursuits. Um, that would be a wonderful thing for you to do. Thank you, Harry. So Harry. we're at $10,500, 35 uh, contributions, and this is just in a week. So I dare say we, you might just make your goal, young man. I hope I do. Yes, Babs. And, and, you know, we, we, we're very thankful for this opportunity um, for, you know, for him to be able to come out here and 
tell his story because it's a very beautiful story. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. All right, Kay. So um, you'll let me know when you reach the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you you just keep plugging forward and, and figuring out how to keep um, uh, staying staying the course with keeping him in, in at Albertus Magnus College. Although yeah. I think somebody should go over there and talk to Albertus and say, listen, I know y'all got some money some kind of way over there. <laughs> you can shake out this way. <laughs> Your lips to God ears. <laughs> Anything is possible. I Anything I believe in the possible. power of possibility. So and, and I mean he has gotten this this far. So by the mercy of God. So we continue that God would not have given him this gift to just bring him here. He's mm-hmm. gonna take him all the way through. Okay. Well, Shamar, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. I know that I will see you because I'm an honorary Jamaican. So I know I will <laughs> see you in these, these Caribbean streets in a minute uh, and, and meet you formally and, and, and talk more with you about uh, your story. Uh, I wish you every every uh, good thing. And uh, I'm going to make my contribution at some point so that I could be a part of this too, because I, I believe in the power of education. And, and if we can make uh, people's dreams come true, then that's what we're going to do. So. So yes, and bad. So, and look out for him taking you on the course too. Oh yeah, he- you know I play golf. Well, I haven't played in a very long time, uh, but yeah. I would like to get back out there again. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're trying to find a way where we can do something with the community where he is able to use his gift and and then teach. Hmm. Give back. I like mm-hmm. it. We yes. like it. Well, we'll do our part. We'll figure it out. There's enough of Thank us you. in this community that can, you know, help create and build and support things. So yeah, I think this would be a good idea. So thank you, Shamar. Lovely to meet you. Yeah. Kay, always good to see you. Likewise. Hey, yeah, thank, you. thank you for having us. Oh, it's my, anything for Kay. All Kay got to do is call me. I'm, I'm there for her. So, so listen, I want you to come back once this goal is met so we can talk a little bit more. So, so right. thank y'all. Have right, a good weekend. You. thank you harry i'll see y'all monday we'll be back at this thing called love babs love talk so y'all behave yourselves i'll see y'all